0: talking about with an intro song like that? I like <laughs> like that choice. Derek, our technical producer <laughs> says he's a big boys to men fan. Any excuse. I'm glad you approve. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, We're talking about birth rates in our country because they are on the decline. Canada just had its lowest number of births in 17 years. So what exactly is going on? What's driving this change? Our guest is an associate professor of sociology at Western University, Kate Choi. Kate, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Good afternoon it's a pleasure to be on your show uh, you know i'm sorry you are dr kate Choi. i'm sorry i didn't introduce you correctly let me give you the title which you so deserve uh thank you for joining us and for talking about this something that we you know we've mentioned before on the show talking about this decline in birth rates and yet now we're getting some more real data b- behind it so is there more to this story kate that canada just had its lowest number of births in 17 years help us kind of unpack that and understand what that means
1: Yes, the recent fertility decline is part of a larger trend where we have seen a steady decrease in fertility levels. It is also a pattern that is consistent to those observed in other countries like the U.S., many European countries, and East Asia. But the magnitude of the short-term fertility decline is likely larger than what we'd expect. And a lot of it is coming due to the cost-of-living crisis that Canada is currently encountering.
0: So are, are we talking about less fertility overall or people are we, are we talking about choice here
1: so what we are seeing is we can't really tell if there are people are choosing to have fewer children what we can tell is that they are having fewer children so um, that's what we are seeing in terms of the fertility decline it's likely the case that the fertility decline is both a product of delays in fertility as well as foregone fertility
0: is this a, now a, a new I mean we know we're talking about the lowest number of births in seventeen years, but what's been the trend over the last couple since COVID? Has
1: that helped really shift gears and shift mindsets? That is a great question. So in the very the first year when COVID nineteen pandemic hit, we actually saw a decrease in fertility and that was in large part because people were feeling a lot of uncertainty in terms of their health as well as their uh, future economic uh, circumstances and as a result a lot of people delayed uh, fertility in the second year of COVID-19 what ended up happening was that those individuals who had delayed uh, fertility particularly those who were at the very end of their reproductive years actually caught up and fertility rebounded as a result of this and now During this time, we're seeing a five percent decline in year-to-year fertility rates.
0: So we're seeing again the story that we've we've heard before about people choosing to have children later in their life. Is that right?
1: So they're having uh, children later in life, but if people keep delaying fertility up to a. Beyond a certain age, a subset of those individuals are going to forego having children. Right,
0: and you said the amount of children that people are choosing to have is also going down as well. So, what are some averages looking like for for Canadians?
1: That is a wonderful question. And in terms of the data in twenty twenty two, the total fertility rate is, which is the average number of. Children that women throughout their reproductive years at the population level would have is 1.33, which is well below the replacement rate of
0: 2.1. Is this something that we're, we're concerned about globally as, as a country? What does this decline or any sort of downward trajectory sort of lead us towards?
1: We are concerned about it, both in in terms of the country as well as globally. Uh, Many uh, countries that are developed countries, uh, their fertility rate is once again, well below the decline with places like South Korea having a total fertility rate of 0.78, for example. And uh, the, the problem that emerges when you have rapidly decreasing fertility is, the, is that you will also have a rapidly aging population. And that, of course, has implications for the amount of labor force that will be available in the future. Um, it will have implications for economic productivity. And also with the rapidly aging population, your health care costs and health care needs will also increase. There will also be an expanding demand for the care of elderly adults.
0: You touched on it a little bit earlier, and I'm hoping you can expand a bit more on the high cost of living being something that's kind of reframing people's minds when it comes to choosing to have kids or in this case, choosing not to have kids. So how does cost of living play into
1: this? So giving birth to a child and rearing the child until uh, the, the child reaches adulthood is an expensive endeavor, requiring long-term investments in time, money, and emotional resources. With housing prices and other costs of living being so high, people may not be able to have the type of lifestyle that is conducive to having children and raising children. Mm. So what they will end up doing is they will delay and some will even forego fertility altogether. Are people
0: choosing to sort of keep their options open? What about egg freezing or fertility treatments being explored by people?
1: So indeed, uh, we are seeing a rise in the, those types of fertility treatments. Uh, and we are also seeing a rise in for the age of first-time mothers as well. So indeed, we are seeing that people are delaying fertility. But at the same time, um, if the cost of uh, living crisis continues for long periods of time, large segments of the population will not be able to have children because they cannot afford them.
0: Was any of this information that came out of this new report from StatsCan, um, did any of this surprise you?
1: So uh, it's very much in line with what we would expect um, whenever, uh, and we have seen through empirical research that when housing prices are high or housing prices are rapidly increasing, people tend to delay and even forego fertility. It's also very much in line with the patterns that we have seen for long periods of time where... uh, Fertility has been decreasing in large part because a lot of the economies in developed countries are transitioning from a single male primary breadwinner model to a dual earner model and creating competing demands on women's time. Hmm.
0: Dr. Choi, thank you so much for making the time to explain some of this. Really interesting.
1: It's a pleasure to be on your show. Of course. Take care.
0: That's Dr. Kate Choi, Associate Professor of Sociology out of Western University, talking about this new report from StatsCan. Canada just had its lowest number of births in 17 years, obviously seeing a huge decrease in birth rates in our country. Despite the drop in births, though, our population has been growing at a record-setting pace. We surpassed the milestone of 40 million people earlier this year because of a focus of increased immigration.